You know, some automotive yoga could really lower your RPMs, man. Oh, take a car wash, hippie. Hey, look at my husband, y'all. Whoo, that's your color. Yeah, no, baby. <laughs> you smoking <laughs> There he is. Oh, my gosh. Did you know Doc is a famous race car? <laughs> no, 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 it's true. He's a real racing legend. He's the fabulous Hudson Hornet. Fabulous? I've never seen Doc drive more than 20 miles an hour. I mean, have you ever seen him race? No, but I wish I could have. They say it was amazing. He won three Piston Cups. <laughs> he did what in his cup? Whoa. I think the heat's starting to get to the boy. Well, I'll say, look how red he is. Hey, I think he needs a new coat of poly, man. Are you sick, buddy? Well, you're looking a little peaked. Yeah, he needs a new coat of poly for sure. Hey, hey, what are you doing? It's okay. Welcome to episode 35 of the What I Love About Pixar podcast. In each episode, we talk about something from Pixar. Could be taking a character, scene, or actual film. Today, we are talking about the character Flo from Cars. So let's get straight to it with a character profile. As always, big thank you to our source, Disney Wiki. Flo, voiced by Jennifer Lewis. Flo first arrived at Radio Springs as a touring Motorama girl. She was headed west with a transport of models when her chaperone blew her transmission just outside of town. Flo and the other Motorola girls spent an unforgettable weekend in Radio Springs. New tyres from Luigi, souvenirs from Lizzie, and a new paint job from Ramon. But when it came to paint Flo, Ramon threw down his airbrush, not because he was too good to paint her, because she was too good to paint. Next day when the girls left, Flo stayed. She and Ramon have been together ever since. Flo has light green paint on most of her bodywork with a bit of white on her side. She has green eyes, white wool tyres, two large tail fins and tiny headlights that seem to have a resemblance to dimples and a licence plate that reads S-H-O-G-R-L, meaning sugar. Occasionally she has a tray attached to herself while she is serving her customers. Personality Flo is a kind and caring character, though her sassiness can go in the way of her traits at times. Nevertheless, she still has a helpful persona and enjoys helping and socialising with her customers. Flo is also shown to be very loving, especially towards her husband, Ramon, whom she loves dearly. Flo loves her husband, and how her husband changes his paint job constantly instead of just staying in Wonka all the time. And finally, Flo's maker car is a 1957 General Motors Motorama show car. Okay, that's the character profile done. Let's go and start with what about Flo.
Okay, so I start talking about, about Flo. Again, she's another one of the residents who doesn't really get a fair amount of screen time. Again, we've talked about this so much now. This is mainly as a result of Cars 2, the big floor back, how we get to meet all these fantastic, amazing residents in Cars 1. And you just feel, oh, you'd love to get to know them more. And, you, and when I was in Cars 2, it was announced, but oh, that's a big chance, of course. Nope, it wasn't because it went the other way. When we spent less time in the springs and more focus on this great big spire venture. Um, for with Mater. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean there isn't anything to, to talk about flow. We've got loads of things to talk about flow, particularly. Um, and I want to start with this straight away. Um, there was a deleted scene from the first film, uh, which I really think should have been kept in. Now, if you are, have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you will know I love a good backstory. I really do. I love a good backstory because I, I do love these characters. And, and me, I feel Pixar's characters, they, they are not just characters in the film, they actually are living beings. And this deleted scene I want to talk about I felt should have been in because it helps to develop Flo's back backstory. Now, a lot of the deleted scenes in Cars, um, which you can find on your DVD of Cars, yes, DVDs still exist. We do still, some people do still use them. We're not, we're not all prepared to go all full streaming service just yet. Um, a lot of the deleted scenes, most of the deleted scenes in Cars, um, just feel... When you watch them, you make, it makes you think, okay, was this the same film? Was this really going to be in the film? A lot of them were really, really mad. But there was this one little scene called Motorama Girls, and this would have been to explain Flo's backstory. I will quickly talk about it. So, in this city scene, the gang are all having a karaoke night in Maria Springs, and Lightning's there with Ramon. They're watching Flo perform, and Lightning asks Ramon about how the two meet and how they fall in love. And Ramon narrates the story and how Flo used to be part of the most other girls that came to Radio Springs from Detroit, Michigan after their chaperone had broken down. And while they were all being fixed, they decided to just basically stay and have some fun with the town for meet everybody. Um, and Ramon, he talked about how he gained them all paid with the jobs when he came to visit his and how such romantic part stories, Harry says. Well, when it came to Flo, I couldn't paint her. Not because she was too good to, you know, she was uh, too good to paint. It's because she's too good for him to paint. He just couldn't touch. Classic, were Ramon's words. And it just goes, ah, just that lovely love story of how two, two cars meet. And everything. And then the next day, of course, the motorbike girls they leave while Flo decides to stay behind and hide. And that is how Flo becomes what she is in the, in the film and how she now runs the B8 cafe. She decides to stay, give up, and give up that life as a showgirl. That's got to be something so hard to give up to stay in this town, all these bizarre and quite wacky residents as they can be from time to time. Instead, and Lightning asks. Um, how Ramon knew she was the one. And Ramon signifies, you just know, man. You just know. And that is a beautiful thing because sometimes 
when it comes to love, there is no reason. You know, you can just tell by looking at someone, that's the one. And that is the classic thing here. I really wish that deleted scene had been kept in because it helps to explain Flo's backstory. And also, particularly, we get to see more of Ramon because I feel Ramon is also another character we've seen, not seen much of. I mean, he does bring in a show of his lovely paint jobs, which Flo loves. And kind of start there, Flo. I love how she doesn't seem to be bothered what colour Ramon's in, which is great because I have said about this previously how, for me, I found it a bit annoying when Haramo kept changing colours left, right and centre. Mainly because of continuity and all that. But I do love how Flo loves it. And it shows how she cares about her husband. Because they are married, Flo and Ramon. Yes. Cars can get married! <laughs> yes, come on. you got, you got to imagine they're not characters. You've got to imagine they're not animated characters. They're actual people. They're actual real life living beings. So cars can get married! The blood of cards. Everything's possible in Pixar. You should know that by now. Um, I love it shows how well some couples they may struggle with certain things with their partner. Right? You know, because some it can be very hard when you're in a relationship and you're trying to find things that you can connect with your partner, what likes they are. Um it can easy, it can be very hard to like some of the other things and accept your partner, boy or girl, for who they are. And I love how straight away, because they are, when Ramon changes colour, it's blatantly obvious. He does not hide it. It's blatantly obvious. And, I, and Flo, I do love how her remarks how she just, just loves it. It just shows how, yes, Ramon can't seem to stick to one colour per season but of the year, but or can't seem to go without changing colour color paintwork for five minutes. Um... But it shows that well, this is what Ramon loves. He loves his work, loves his art. He's good. Basically, show it. And I love how Flo, he doesn't bother her, which is great. Because that could be a sign to show how, for some couples, it can be quite hard to accept what your other half is into, what their interests are, what they don't like, like all that. But it's a great example to show how these two, they are very lovely, they are very lovely, and they love each other. So Flo um, has run the cafe for so many years and she is a vital member of the town as Pixie and Stanley talks with her speech in the, ta in the court scene about how to try and get the residents to convince Doc to make lightning picks the road. Stanley goes to them and is like, well, what happens? That's Flo about, what do you sell? Flo's like, gas. And what happens if no customers come? Flo's like, well, I have to leave town. And and that helps to make, well, Flo's not here, we're not going to survive, because we do need gas. Um, and obviously, while lightning, lightning's mess is happening, um, we do see that there are so many other residents in the ca cafe. You've got Ramon, who's there, Sarge, and Fillmore. But Flo, I think she's sort of like as a background sort of working, because sort of, it's late at night, she's basically going to clean up, up and everything. And... Unfortunately for Flo, her, her cafe, it does get damaged with, with what lightning does. Uh, particularly because she has, Flo has had to place some oil cans around the cafe. Those unfortunately do get knocked and it knocked. Um, and Flo, with the best residents, does not, does not take to uh, lightning very well at first because of his behaviour and all that. But Sally, of course, as I mentioned, enters in and brilliantly points Flo out in her big sort of 
case to, 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 to say why this won't really fix him. Really put, puts Flo in the mix and says, well, if Travis can't come to anyone's places, Flo states level that without customers to come to a gas station, she'll basically have to pack up and leave town. And that would mean the whole town is left without gasoline. Gasoline. And that, of course, helps Flo and everybody else to go, right, gotta get him to fix the road. And of course, this red dog. I really love because I'm like, ugh, fine. And now Flo is, does her next main presence is the two travellers that arrive. And we have the episode on this marvellous theme. And, but actually, it's Flo who kicks start the theme by she's the one that actually spots the two travellers, Ban and Mimi, in the distance. And I think it shows how much of a well she is that things that go on the town because the rest of the town they're just busy you know going on for their business Flo she spots into the business and it's like <gasps> she's like <gasps> is that what I think it is and then obviously Sally then goes <gasps> it's Christmas Christmas and then, and then, goes, then goes proper sort of like school teacher and more like right action stage ready play ceremony you know what you do this and that and that and Flo gets a chance to basically pitch her business to the um, to Mimi and Ban uh, I have mentioned this before, but I'll briefly mention again. Flo and Luigi, their pitches I love the best, particularly with Flo. She got, because she just went straight to the point. And it was, she was like, Stop it, Flo! Spirit Cafe! Badest Fuel on Route 66! I loved it how she was basically doing it as if she was basically advertising something on QBC. You know, a quick little spot there. It's like, Come on, Matt! Come to Flo! Spirit Cafe! While the rest were sort of like, Well, you know, you come to the line, we do this, we do that, that. Like, well, yeah, well, that's not going to the point. Because, particularly when you see it in commercials, we business advertising commercials, they've only got about 30 seconds, normally. They've got to get straight to the point. And I feel like Flo and Luigi both do it brilliantly. But, out of the two, if you ask me who did it the best, I'd have to say Flo. Because I love how she brings that sassiness, she brings that edgy. Whereas Luigi, I can tell there's a little sense of the desperation there. In his voice, because obviously for the cat to town, they've not had customers in a very long while. Um, and so for someone in their pictures, you can see there's a bit of that desperation there. But Flo, I just love how, well, she's not bothered. Not bothered. And she just goes straight into the pitch. Full of contents, full of sassiness, full of those bit of personality traits that makes Flo, Flo. I love in that, in those, what feels like 30 seconds. You get to see Flo's personality shine. I love it. While the rest are a bit mm, on the edge. But Flo really pulls it off. Um, and then obviously when the challenge, with Doctor's challenge, Flo just basically with the other, other lessons that are just watching really take place. Not really sure what to make of it. Um, and then she's present along with Mesa, Fillmore and Sarge and Ramon when Lightning is doing more work on the road that evening and she's like oh, she's, she's basically Flo she basically acts like what any um, of any any girl would do if they're watching um, nice hunky builders <laughs> um, doing some work she's like ooh all this work she, this is making me thirsty everybody else wants something <laughs> love it there is, there is quite a fair bit of adult humour 
a woman cast. I'm quite a lot of I'm quite a lot of, of, of Pixar's films, early films. I will say there is quite a fair bit of adult humor there, which I have noticed a lot since doing this podcast, mainly in Toy Story, but Cars does bring out a fair bit. But yeah, but, but I love how it's brilliant because it's like, well, it, yes, it's that typical stereotype of all oh, how you know if any girls are watching by and they see. <gasps> Nice big hunky builder smoking on this road. And the same thing, oh, it's all making me thirsty. Anybody else want to have a drink? Where really it's supposed to go inside and have a little bit of gossip. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, but I do love how it's subtle. And it's not because obviously, if you are a ad- young adult or a definitely a grown up watching that, you're definitely thinking, yes, I know what that's referencing. I know what that's referencing. But for us kids, not quite that out. But yeah, I love how it's subtle, so it's not like the obvious that that is supposed to be for the grown-ups. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no brain at these art humor later when they're at Flo's cafe and Lightning says it's made that big story about Doc, and Lightning comes about. No, no, Doc was a real great, great race driver. He won three piston cups, and Matt is like. He is what is cup? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know what that means. Mater thinks that he's that Doc has weeded a cup. That's the clean version. I can't say what the actual version is because this is a family friendly podcast. Um, but for us in our mid twenties, up and up from above, you know what that is talking about. But yeah. So, there are, so there are two pieces of adult humour there on display, which flows in bold with what the first one she, of course, st- does herself because, like, oh, um, watching lightning work is making me thirsty. Anyone else wants something to drink? And then the other one she's present for because a lot, because when we go to the whole scene where lightning's, um, made that big discovery about the dark, he wants to go and run to everybody, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? Dog was no famous race car. Um, and yeah, but it's brilliant. Uh, Team Star Human. Um, Flo and the others, when they wait to see the road, it's now been fixed. Um, and then there's Silent McQueen. Obviously, she, like a lot of the machine that is left, and ironically, he's not, as he decided to help everyone in the town. And we get this lovely, great scene where Lightning's basically, basically making a stop in each of the businesses. And with Flo, Flo's business, um, he decides to help everyone out, go for a drink with Flo, helps fix her neon lights um, in time evening. Perfect for everybody to take a nice, nice, lovely little stroll around the town. I love that, including Flo, Flo, and she's with Ramon. It's another lovely little romantic scene to show that she and Ramon, they are lovey, 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 I'm struggling to say lovey, I'm struggling to say lovey, dovey, dovey. It is, it is, it's a tone twister, but I normally can say it, I'll try to. It's just, no, it's just another classic little scene to show that those two, they're, they're in love, basically, they're in love, they're soulmates. Yes, even though Flo can do one of those silly little animal humor jokes from time to time, she's, she's always very faithful to, to Ramon. And Flo is then next present with, with the crew at the big race. Because when we get that big, um, 
shock on the e-piece with Lightning saying to my oh, I don't know and we get Doc Boy saying, I didn't come all this way to see you not win this race, love. And we see nice little shots of the troops pit crew. We see that, honestly, you got Doc there's the crew chief, you've got Mesa, there's basically there to say bye. Um, Sarge, Guido, Luigi. And then you've got Flo there. So great to see. So Flo, Flo has, Flo has come by. And she's left the cafe in charge of Sally, Red and Lizzie. Uh, to basically just watch it on the TV. Um, probably not a good idea, Flo, to leave Lizzie in charge or something, but hey. Um, but I do love it. And she is there. She does prove a poor weight there. Um, particularly after the um, accident that happens with the King. Flo's the first one out of all the crew to go like, What's he up to, Doc? Because we're all a bit stunned at this point. Not just because of the actual accident, but because of what Lightning's doing. It's like, well, what's he doing? And Flo's the first one to say, what's he doing? And of course, basically he goes back to fish, helped the king cross the line. And Flo and the others, they will congratulate Lightning on that, on being just great sportsmanship and return. Lightning moves his racing courses to race rings in hope that it can help pop at the town again, which it does. And that means that Flo is able to have more customers come by to visit our cafe for fuel. Now, as I mentioned earlier, in Cars 2, a lot of the residents don't really get a chance to shine. Flo, I think, is wild, though. Um, Flo, with the others, congratulates Lionel on his big win when he comes back to town. It's on and back. In the evening, they're all at Wheelwell, having a nice time out. You know. Then, of course, it also leads up to Lightning getting involved in another racing tournament. And Flo... She's not on, on, oh, she is on the team. She is on the team, I forgot. It's been a while since I've seen her, I forgot. Right, so yeah, so Team of Queen consists of Lightning, Mesa, Luigi, Guido, Fittlemore and Sarge. And they board their fight. No, no, I was right. So doesn't, he's not part of the team. No, I was, I was right. So yeah, so... Mesa, Luigi, Guido, Fillmore and Sarge, they board the plane to Tokyo with Lightning. But Flo, along with Ramon, and Sally Sheriff and Red, bid their goodbyes. So yeah, so Flo stays behind with Sally. So yeah. Bit of a problem with that, that the two girls of Radio Springs get put to the sidelines. But, yeah. Um, so, so Flo does stay behind. Right. I know that Sally did stay behind because I've talked about this already in my episode we've done Sally and how mad I was about that because she's my one favourite. Um, but yeah, but I can't remember Flo. No, so Flo did stay behind with Ramon. I mean, the problem is she needed there because who else can work the cafe? Now, I'm not sure any others are really trained in that. But, but as time goes by in that fit in, in the second film, well, Queen radios the town to report that Mesa has gone missing and Flo and everybody else, so all the residents that didn't board to join Lightning as part of Team Queen, now go and in London and basically help out. And Flo, like all the residents, plays her part in what basically becomes like the great big chase. It's all like villain sequence. And she helps them out, finds some of the eleven cars and jumps in to help help with the things. Flo gets involved by um, blinding them by sh shining her headlights long enough for Sherry to place the parking boot on them. It's a brilliant scene. I love it because you think, what could Flo do? 
that's what she's going to do. I'm going to use my headlights, boys. Take a look. Shine the lights. Blinds them just enough to allow Sherry to go and play some little party boots on. So, so basically, yeah. So fortunately for Fleur, she is like, like with Sally. Gets put to the sidelines. And towards the end of the film, when Fleur and the Rose head back to Rose Springs. Um, she's with the res uh, Rose residents hearing Mater's little story and everything. And Fleur serves drinks to all the tourists. Because it brings more tourists. Uh, right before the end of the first film, more tourists come to the town. Listening and all. Yeah, now in Cars 3, I don't think we see much of Flo at all. I really don't. Um, she does make up a turn. We do get to see her. Um, she does watch the race with everybody else. Um, Flo continues to work at the cafe while the others are keeping an eye on McQueen. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about Flo's in Bond and Cars 3. Um, she basically just stays behind again, probably to ensure the cafe's looked after, because she probably still hasn't. Nearly, what, 11 years on the gap between cars 3 and 1, Flo still hasn't found anybody to cover her by the cafe. I'm telling you, this was if this was Coronation Street, without, there'd be no problems at all. All you do in Corrie is you just pick somebody who's spend a lot of time in the Rovers and say, look, I'm going away for a few weeks, you go mind the cat, mind the Rovers. And they do it, reluctantly, and it provides lots of funny scenes about how this character is really not equipped to be behind a bar. But, for, but here in Pixar Land, in Radiohead Springs, Flo seems to be the only person in the whole Radiohead Springs who can mind the cafe. Yeah. Um, but she then is present at the end of the film with the others to watch McQueen and Cruz have a race around when he's booked. So that's, that's pretty much all her involvement in the films. There's not much she can say. Um, so I'll round it up by saying I would just love to have seen that deleted scene from Cars in. Like I say, if you've got the DVD of Cars, go and watch it on the first features. Um, I think it's the last one you watch. It's the last one. So you've got to see all these other really, really bizarre deleted scenes first. That makes you think, was I watching the same film? Was this really going to be in the scene in the film? And it makes you think, oh, I'm glad that got deleted. Um, but this one with about flow and uh, backstory, I really wish it was there. Also, it would have given Ramon more to do rather than just turn up every 30, every couple of minutes showing off a new, brand new paint job. Look at me, I'm now red! Or... Look at me, I've now got a shade of yellow or I'm now green, everybody. Look at me, look at me. Look, twinsies. Me and Fleur are the same colour. Just different shades. It, that would give Marone more to do. Um, and we will talk about when we do an episode on him a bit more in detail. Um, that would have given Marone more to do. I just wish it would have been there because it would have given Fleur a backstory and it would have been great. Um, yes, but sadly, she, like with many other residents, do fall to the... Um, um, uh, affair of the fact that Cars 2 goes on a completely different direction to the first one. Um, where Flo hardly makes much of appearances. And in Cars 3 it's worse. It's ten times worse than Cars 3 because she's basically there to say hi, then bye. It's like, ugh. I mean, Cars 3 is, best, is, a, is a little bit better than Cars 2. But still not enough, in my opinion. I still think out of those three films, Cars 1 is the better film. But that's because we get to see... 
all the residents a fair amount of time. But yeah. But I, and I thought I mentioned one thing I really love about Chloe is I love her and Ramon's relationship. I love how we see how she can be so faithful to him, so love. They are so lovey, lovey, dovey, 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 dovey. Oh, I think I got it there that time. It really is, it is a real tongue twister, but I can normally come and say it. Oh, well. Never mind. You get what I mean? They are so in love, those two. Burramone. Not because they're married, but because they just love each other. And I would have loved that scene to have been in. Because of Ramone ends up saying, You just know, man. You just know. Oh! That would have had hearts melting. Because they would have been like, Oh. Mo. We all would have gone gushy. We'd all be... Oop. Or we'd all be all teared up. It'd be so sweet. But hey, here's something we can talk about. I really, I, I really, really want to talk about that scene because, you know, it didn't happen. It was so, it's such a great scene that I wanted to talk about briefly. And we'll talk more and more from Ramon's side. We did Flo's side, but we do Ramon's characters, we'll talk about it again, but his side. And I do love Flo's sassiness. I love how she can be all sweet and kind and lovely and most of the time but also for a little bit of sassness when she needs to. Well, that brings us to the end of what's been another amazing episode as always, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this has been What I Love About Flow.